Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, issue number 23. Before we begin the New York Comic Con edition of this podcast, we got a few items to get out of the way. Hey guys, it's Dave the Bearded Menace here. Uh, first things first, let's talk about some Star Wars as usual. So rumor going around the web, the interweb saying that we will get a brand new trailer on Monday. Also along with that, we will be getting ticket uh, pre-order for tickets for midnight releases around the country. Um... Reports are saying that will probably be mostly for like limited releases, so not every single theater will have the pre-order for tickets. But I'm hoping the theater next to me, where we're going, we're going to, is going to have it. So stay tuned for any type of trailer on Monday. Chances are, even though it's they say Monday, we may get something this week. I mean, sorry, this weekend. So stay tuned to a post on BadCowdyFunky.com and check that out. Now over to Casey. So you may have read on the interwebs today that uh, the f- rights to Fantastic Four film and all related other studio stuff would be reverting from Fox to Marvel. Yay, everyone's excited. Except the rumors have been denied by both sides. Uh, it is an unfortunate tragedy. I mourn the loss of all future fantastic things we may have had with a Marvel Studios Fantastic Four type thing. But I believe only time will tell after a flop like what we just got. And now, the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very, very special issue number 23 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, New York Comic Con 2015 edition. Woo! Woo! Uh, tonight, we have Amber. Hey! We have Dave the Bearded Menace. Yo! And we have TV's Casey. Hey! The original Coyote, Sergio himself. Hey! And of course, you all know me. I will be your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Uh, tonight, I'm going to turn it over to our wonderful, wonderful podcast crew, as I did not attend New York Comic Con 2015 due to scalpers, which really sucked. And at the last second, Ooh. they were some decent, affordable tickets. But. Because I wasn't able to go, I'm going to kind of be your every man in this situation. Your Nathan Petrelli, your Peter Parker, your... <laughs> Nathan Petrelli. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Just be, just be Ben Urich and chronicle our events. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're Ben Urich, if you will. Thank you, Casey. Yeah. Where I will be your eyes and ears. I'll be speaking for you guys by asking... Bad Cowdy Funky, how was New York Comic Con 2015? Dun-dun-dun. Cue the flash music. Ha, ha, I'll tell you something. We sure put the fan in fantastic. Whack, whack, whack. All right. We had fun. We had a lot of fun. I speak for everybody in saying we had a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um... So I guess what I want to know, um, I want to hear from 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 Casey first. Um, 
What, what was your favorite moment? What, what, do you, what is most memorable to you about 2015 New York Comic Con? Gosh, uh, I would have to say this may be the best yet. I mean, I feel like it gets better every year because mm-hmm. I generally have more disposable income and can come home with more kinds of crazy things. <laughs> but, uh, but this time was really special for me. I've gone to New York Comic Con seven times in a row. I've had an absolute blast. This is the first time I've ever decided to go in costume. Uh, and I got, I was dressed up as Morph, uh, from Exiles, which, totally my favorite comic book of all time, uh, and I guess I can just describe a little bit of how I, I put it together. I didn't do a full costume, since it's my first foray, and I didn't want to get too crazy. I was also working on a lot of limited time, but I did a, a white bodysuit to make the, you know, my arms and legs look, you know, like the, the proper color. I made, uh, a whole bunch of novelty t-shirts, that I took, uh, you know, I changed them out as I took pictures with a bunch of people. I got recognized by a bunch of X-Men fans, but uh, really the heart of it all ties to the cosplay, too, is that I got to meet Judd Winnick, uh, who was the author of, of the first, I want to say, almost 40 issues of the book, you know, save for a couple of guest appearances here and there. And uh, he's an absolute... He, he was every bit as cool as I thought he was going to be. Uh, he, he uh, for, for those of you who don't know Judd... Um, he he didn't he had done some independent comics uh, quite a number of years ago. He was on, I want to say, the first season of MTV's Real World, uh, and he even did a comic based on that. Um, yeah, with his buddy uh, Pedro. Right. Yep. It was called Pedro and Me. Yep. Uh, very heart wrenching story. You know, oh, sure. um, it's you know about just a friendship that lasted literally a lifetime. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I was a, a fan of his. I guess through Exiles, and and I went back and 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 did all this research into, into what he did before, um, and I he I saw I saw on on Saturday when I was there that he was he was doing a panel uh, about science fiction, um, and it was you know about author stuff, and he was there with five other authors, and he's promoting his new book, um, Hilo the Boy That Fell to Earth. Uh, it's a great children's book uh, if you ever wanted to check it out. I I got a copy for. Uh, a couple of kids that I know that I think would really enjoy it. But um, I I sat down at the signing. He signed uh, a cover cover art that I owned, you know, next to Mike McCone. He signed the issue that that was from. He signed issue number one. Um, he signed a mask that I brought with me so I could kind of immortalize the cosplay in this moment all at once. Like, I went full stop, you know, when I found out this guy was going to be there. You know, and... He talked to me about a comic that's almost 15 years old, you know, mm-hmm. like it was yesterday. You know, fond memories of how it started. I mean, you know, uh, it was his first time doing the convention, too, and I've been trying to track him down, you know, at a, you know, I guess in a public place, you know, like this, like even a smaller convention. Uh, but he lives on the West Coast, so it was first time doing like an East Coast con in a, in a long time, um, at least since I started doing conventions, you know, like the convention circuit or what have you. Um, but, yeah, it was just amazing to finally meet him. Uh, a lot of people get nervous when they meet comic creators for the first time. And for me, that was uh, Riley Brown, who was the artist on Cable and Deadpool and the, the tail end of it in like 2006. And ever since then, I never had, you know, shaky feelings meeting somebody in the industry because they're just normal people with really cool jobs. Just people? <laughs> they're just people that have these amazingly cool jobs writing and drawing superheroes. Um, but when I met Judd, I got that same super nervous feeling again and it it was great it was it recaptured everything i loved about meeting comic creators attending a convention i'll never forget it yeah and and judd actually for me 
um, wrote one of my one of my favorite Batman stories, which is Under the Red Hood. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that he was able to kind of like take this idea that nobody wanted and made everyone want it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like if if you and actually it was a it was an article in Wizard Magazine when it happened. Uh, where it was just like they used to have this like last man standing kind of thing where it would be like person versus person so it would be like Lobo versus Juggernaut um, like Cook versus Superman Bane. versus Savage Dragon like all these ridiculous things that you wanted to see that would never happen and one of them was uh, and they would do the art for it yeah, too. yeah they, they would have someone they do would the have these big it. yeah yeah so they had um, I remember they had Bucky Barnes versus Jason Todd and it was when both of them were dead. Like, they hadn't come back yet in their respective forms. So <laughs> it was literally a picture of a skeleton in a Bucky costume and a picture of a skeleton in a Jason Todd costume. And it was just like, <laughs> everyone wins because they're both dead. They're laying in a grass field. I know this one. It was actually drawn by Todd Nock. Yeah, yeah. Of, uh, of Young Justice. Of Young Justice, fame. dude. I love Todd Nock. I wrote yeah. to him when I was in high school. And I was just like, hey, man, like, I really love, like, your work, stuff like that. Like... You know, what's your like? How do you get like that? The you know the the eyes and the proportions down. Is I I was just picking his brain, and he emailed me back like the next day, like super quick. And I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Um, And it was really cool. It was really awesome. He was super supportive. Um, but yeah, like it was just like it was really. Anyway, it was really funny. And because like at the time, no one wanted Bucky to come back. No one wanted Jason Todd to come back. And it, Judd was able to kind of tap into this thing where he just made Jason Todd come back and, like, he made him such a badass and so intriguing that you couldn't help but like him. You know? Yeah. Then they did the animated movie and they had him voiced by Jensen Ackles and everyone has to like that because yeah. Dean, that's why. Yeah. I mean, you know what? And and I think that, that his writing characters that you really care about extends a lot to Exiles. You know, sure. he's writing he's writing what is essentially an X-Men comic in 2001 when they're still you know, fairly on top. The Avengers haven't yet taken over, you know, and he's, it starts from them wanting something to do with Blink, and then he's like, I added more for comic relief. I added Mimic because I wanted somebody who was like they were from the DC universe, and he mapped it all out in front of me, and I get to really see like his genius unfolding, you know, for a comic that I've read and reread over the course of my childhood up to now. Uh, he, He loves what he does, and you can really feel it, even though he hasn't written a superhero comic in years well i mean i feel like he has always loved doing it just based on like i remember watching a couple episodes like they were not live but just like a couple episodes of real world when they're doing like the whole like repeats and kind of things and he was like just like always in his room like working on comics like everyone is out getting wasted and stuff like that and i feel like every episode i watched with him in it he was just like yeah i'm working on my stuff working on my book drawing my (laughs) things and everyone else is kind of being like a jackass so that's like dedication and you know like if if he had that dedication when he was surrounded by like women and booze and temptation then you know he's definitely gonna like it when he's not surrounded by those things so. <laughs> what is he like, like, like a speakeasy women and booze <laughs> women and booze <laughs> women and booze the gin is cold oh, wait, the piano's oh, hot the police what are, are you like, working on that kid a couple on. of pulp comics you think you're gonna be the next Dick Tracy <laughs> <laughs> the police are coming quick turn around this is just a comic book shop never mind yeah, I, 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 just, yeah I just love that that old timey like the picture you just painted for us for this guy yeah. <laughs> it's amazing yeah, the real world in the 90s <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly what it was like pictures he draws pictures that was around the prohibition right the 90s 
Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, lasted a long yeah. time, that amendment. <laughs> the thing I love about uh, New York Comic Con and conventions in general is that uh, a lot of people get to uh, come out and be nerdy in real life. Because, uh, what was it? Uh, last year, we got to meet the, the Peter Griffin guy. And um, if, if you guys just, like, YouTube uh, Peter Griffin New York Comic Con, you'll see this video that has, like, 10 million views on it. And Bad Kitty Funk is actually on it. Uh, we, we were taking pictures um, as Darth Maul and Darth Septimus uh, to Sith, and this guy, just as Peter Griffin from Family Guy, just came out of nowhere. And uh, and our crowd was like, whoa. And I was like, everybody, look, it's Peter Griffin. And he was like, all right, it's Star Wars, you bastards. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Dave gave him uh, his lightsaber, and she's like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> and he did, like... He like he was he was there this year too. He was Peter Griffin. It was it was incredible, and in in that video he talks about how you know he he quote ha, you know is a nobody with with a nobody job, but when he comes to New York Comic Con he can be whoever he wants and he's a rock star pretty much, and uh, a lot of people don't get that opportunity. Um, we actually stumbled into uh, this one of these one of those side rooms in New York Comic Con where all we were resting our feet, and it was uh, just like a support group for for people like you know just nerds, people like us, but uh, people who feel that you know they're you know not welcomed in like the real quote unquote real world because they're nerds. You know, like they finally have a place where they can just be normal and express like whatever you know they they want. Like people were just as uh, you know some some villains from DC, some heroes from Marvel. And uh, they were talking about how, how great it is, you know, just to be able to be around like-minded people. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, we, 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 we're, we're all friends here. And we all have, uh, you know, a bunch of other friends who are nerdy. But it, it's interesting to think about how there are some people who do not have that outlet, you know, to be nerdy with people. And uh, I've, I've met people, like, in, in real life, you know, at jobs that I've, I've been at or, or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, I would love to go do something like that. Or, you know, oh, like, I'm into this, but nobody else around me or my city is into this. And yada, yada. And we met a couple of people like that at different conventions. And we're like, oh, yeah, I mean, you should totally, you know, check out Bad Kitty Funky because we're all about that. Yeah, selfless plug <laughs> in the real life. Um we're bad coyote funky and we're here for you <laughs> no yeah no, no so seriously i've had a couple of people be like oh that's really cool that you you guys do that you know i'm like yeah we talk about everything nerdy and you know like we we love to geek out about this that and the other thing and they're like all right we'll, we'll check it out yeah and uh yeah so so conventions are fun because you know people like us who don't have an outlet can have an outlet you know, like, uh, and even some people that, that we've met, I mean, I met like, like an accountant, you know, like from, uh, somewhere in the Midwest, I forget, I want to say Ohio, I don't, I don't know, North Midwest, whatever. Um, and, and he, and, you know, and, and where he's from, like nobody really celebrates being a nerd and he was dressed as Superman. And I was like, ha, that's great. You're an accountant. You're just a Superman. Cause you have like a regular mundane job, you know, it pays your bills, whatever, but this is who you, you like and you, you fancy. And he's like, yeah, it's really cool. I get to dress up and, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. You can just like, just, you know, just, I can just be Superman and like, and kids think that I am Superman. And that's like the best part. And I was like, yeah, I hear you. Whenever I do Darth Maul, like kids are just like, you're Darth Maul. Like <laughs> that's who you are. You aren't a guy just as Darth Maul. You're him. And it's the most amazing thing ever, you know? So, uh, a part of New York Comic Con that, that I really like, um, it's, it's one of the biggest ones that, uh, conventions that we go to, other than, you know, like, like PAX is huge and we went to Star Celebration. That was awesome. But, uh, yeah, you're with, uh, you know, like thousands upon thousands of like-minded people. That's amazing. I've always like taken it for granted, I guess, about how nerdy my friend group's always been. I've never felt out of place being a geek, you know, it's always just something I've worn as a badge of honor. But at the same time, I'm always amazed at, the, at how many cosplays I see every year. Like everyone just goes 
into it so much. They put so much effort. And um, just this past year, a friend of a friend of mine, John, uh, cosplayed as Deadpool. And I know it's a, a thing at awesome. cons for for Deadpool's awesome Deadpool. to to cause mischief because John okay. didn't just dress up as Deadpool; he channeled Deadpool. It was like the things he was doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sergio, I was, you yeah, saw I was, one. I was uh, <laughs> I was so glad I was I was there for that. This guy, what? And that's the cool thing about about conventions you you can just get into that character. Like he had the voice. He he his costume was was great. And, uh, <laughs> so when, when, uh, we, we got there early on Thursday and, uh, we got to, we were able to get wristbands to get into the, uh, Masashi Kishimoto panel. Uh, and Masashi Kishimoto, if you guys don't know, is the creator of the, uh, world renowned Naruto anime manga sensation. Um, anyway, so, so we got wristbands. Uh, so you go in the morning, if you guys don't know, you get wristbands and then later on in the day, you can come back for your event. So we're waiting in line uh, to meet um, Chris and and Sean, the voice, uh, um, or Christopher Sisabad and Sean Schimmel. I can never say the right Schimmel. Sean Jamel! Wait! <laughs> um, anyway, they're the voice of Goku and Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. So we're waiting in line for that. We got our wristbands on. And we're talking to this this, this like just, just really cool guy who was just like, yeah, you know, I'm here only for today. And, you know, like I'm getting some stuff for, for my brother who's deployed in the military. He's in Japan, but he's coming back home soon. Yada, yada. So I got all this stuff for him and me. And and I was like, oh, cool. Like, are you doing anything really cool today? Any cool panels? And he was like, oh, yeah, I want to go to the uh, Naruto thing. And I was like, oh, I, I noticed you don't have a wristband. Did you not get one? And uh, he was like, wait, you need to get a wristband? Uh, I, can, I, can I not get in without it? I'm like, uh, no, I'm sorry, dude. You have to get a wristband or else you can't get in. He's like, no, that's the only reason why I was here. I mean, oh, man, dude, I wish I would have known. And I was like, yeah, I just looked at your wrist and everything. And I, I, don't, I don't know, man. So um, <laughs> our buddy John was like, oh, well, uh, I, I don't really care about going. I was going to go because, you know. Sergio wanted to go. We were just going to go do that. But if you want my wristband, the guy was just like, oh, dude, I'll pay you for that wristband. John looks at me. He goes, okay. Um, I'll get, and the guy's like, I'll give you $300 for that wristband. <laughs> I look okay. at John and I was like, what? Three, how did you jump? How did you get to that number? How did you <laughs> what, get to three? What arbitrary amount? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I mean, John said he was, he was ready just to give it away. And, you know, and if the guy was going to offer money, oh, just give me, throw me like five bucks, whatever. I don't know, gas, 10 bucks, whatever. And the guy was like, I'll give you 300. And before John could even like just parse what's going on, the guy just brings out three $100 bills from his pocket, gives it to John. And John's just like, uh yes, yeah, and he like went back into like this bowl. He's like, you know, what? screw this. I don't care about that guy. Whatever. I mean, the anime is cool, but yeah. And he's like talking like Deadpool. And he's, he's he's taking off his wristband and <laughs> and he gives it to the guy. And the guy's like, yes, this is the only thing I came for. And I have to go back to um, I think it's from uh, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, can I just say that uh, another thing that I wanted to just just mention just clear the air uh yes, please to, uh, so, to to talk about the the convention a little bit more mm-hmm. uh i was excited about going in costume for the first time you know whether it be in just khaki shorts a bodysuit and a couple of goofy t-shirts uh i got to go shoulder to shoulder with serge and dave mm. who uh as it is not i don't know if it was mentioned just yet but um they did go to this convention as darth maul and darth septimus uh on saturday and they looked Absolutely astounding. I had seen Surge in uh, in costume before, uh, pictures from last year, and I didn't bump into him, which was the weirdest thing. Um, but I uh, I saw him here, 
and it just looked phenomenal. I mean, he's his his cosplay was so on point as Darth Maul. It's 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 unbelievable. Um, he, you know the from the contact lenses with the the red outside and the yellow interior. Mm-hmm. Um, the the robe that you know he just spent time putting together and but the makeup perfect. Apparently done in forty minutes. Don't know if I buy it. To be completely honest with you, <laughs> no, no, he definitely did because I was I was there that morning eating my ba- my my uh bit bacon egg and cheese and bagel, and he was in the other room like putting it on his face like he definitely did it within forty minutes like he's absolutely true Oof. about that. I mean, it's last year. It, it, last year took him about two hours, give or take. Like he actually, I think he had like people help him a little bit, but like. I was there in my undies, you know, while he put it on. It yeah, he, he did it, man. It, in forty, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and hey, you know, now that you've chimed in, uh, your own Sith Lord is an absolute menace. I'm sure with or without the beard. <laughs> I was gonna say, would you say it's a bearded menace? No, I, I mean, well, I, I actually. The funny thing is, I met Dave in person for the first time at this convention on Friday, and when you see him transform from. The man with the camera wearing a hat, hair tied back, glasses on, completely different. Oh, by the way, huge and gives the hugest hugs. Oh, yeah. I'm being hugged by a giant man at Comic-Con, and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Like, I even tell Casey, like, you guys have heard me a bunch of times you know, on uh, podcasts that I'm a pretty big dude. Now, me and Greg, we roughly stand, like, at the same height, but, like, I'm really, really just, like, wide, you know? So, like... There's a birth to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no def- but uh, seeing you transform from, from you know, just a seemingly regular guy to an absolutely menacing Sith Lord is incredible. And it's no wonder why you guys got hounded by so many people with cameras. <laughs> now, cosplaying is something I've always wanted to do at a con. I think I'm going to shoot to do it at the next, next time around, hopefully at San Diego. Um... The main thing for me, it really is the makeup, because I'm in such a rush every morning just to make it. I can never imagine having to <laughs> put on a ton of goth makeup for, like, Nico cosplay or whatever. <laughs> you just have to wake up, like, really early. Yeah. <laughs> Even earlier. While the sun's going down the day before. <laughs> I think for me, like, my favorite part, especially of this Comic-Con, was feeling like, especially when Serge and I were in costume... I mean, there's several things I like, but first, like on Friday for like all the cosplayers who did pose for me, for me to take your photo, take your photos, you guys are listening. Thank you a lot. You know, you're the reason why, one of the reasons why me and Serge actually do this is basically a spot for you guys to go and see photos of what you look like when you're in costume and good quality photos. Cause a lot of things we run into, especially when we're in costume is we never see where these photos end up, you know? And we could be like in really good poses, looking really awesome with lighting whatsoever, and we'll never see these photos at all. You know, if anything, Serge and I bump run into photos of ourselves like by accident, just doing like a random search for something else, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh look, there I am, sweet in costume." All right, it took me only six months to find it. So that's one of the main reasons why we do the photos at these conventions, is so cosplayers can see themselves and see what they look like and have a place to go to show their friends and also to receive these photos so for me like giving my giving out our card to people and saying hey you know if you want these photos send us an email i'll send them to you and the looks on their faces even people who are like professional cosplayers just see them like get really happy that they actually have a place to get their photo and know where it's going is awesome 
You know, just like that human action figure guy. Oh, the Venom? Yeah, dude. Like... No, 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 no. I mean, he was cool, but I mean the other guy who was Conan. Oh yeah, whose dude. business card oh, said what human God. action figure, right? That's right. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about him. He was he's Conan. He also does uh, Drago. He does like all the big guys, and he was like phenomenal, dude. But um, he was my hero. But anyway, like just <laughs> the favorite part for me is like being in costume and like. Me and Serge call it, like, going into the breach. Because, like, no matter where you go, when you're in costume, especially dressed like we were and how I was dressed, it felt like we were just, like, going into battle. You know, fighting the horde to get into to, like... Into the breach! Yeah, fighting the horde to get to anywhere we had to go. We had to fight the whole, fight the horde, and we had, like, shoulder with shoulder with Casey. And Casey's a little guy, so you can, like, sneak in there and get ahead of us, <laughs> you know? And we're like, and we're like <laughs> Casey, come back! You're too far! Casey's a scout. Yeah, he's a scout. Casey comes running back. That way is clear. We gotta go that way, and we fight through the horde. And it's just the whole situation is fun. Just bumping into people dressed as you are, and whether it's Surge dressed as Darth Maul or me just dressed as my as my, my character Darth Septimus, if people turn around and like see us or look in our faces or see our eyes like with our contacts, they flip out for like two seconds. You know, like I love. That. I know Surge gets like, it all the time. Oh, they just turn around and see Surge, and they're like, "Whoa!" You know, like they flip out, like, "Whoa, holy shit!" That's that's really Darth Maul, you know. And the one thing I Darth Maul is, is, is amazing because, like, it's it's him, but he's he he's draped in uh in in, in the Sith robes and the lightsaber and everything, and everyone's like, "Oh, who are you? Oh God, who are you?" Ah, <laughs> they're like they're like, I have to make sure I know who you are because God, look at you. It's 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 amazing too because it's like Dave, <laughs> but you know he's uh, that's when you know like Dave's gonna make it. <laughs> he, he just has he just has that look because like he's he's his own he's his own Sith, but people like need to know like who he is, you know, and they just can't stop like staring at him. They're like, oh god, who's this big guy? You know, people are just like, oh, like, who are you? Oh, you're Darth Maul. That's awesome. But who are you? Oh god, look at you. You look awesome. I'm like, oh god, what am I missing? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, I thought it's because maybe because I've I've noticed that also a lot of times where when someone's dressed as a Jedi, they really don't care who they are. They just know they're a Jedi. But when you're dressed as a Sith, Seriously. when you're dressed as a Sith Lord, they want to know exactly who you are, you know. So, yeah, because because there are people who who dress as their own uh, Jedi Knight. I mean, some some people, some guys will do Obi Wan. Um, you know, we, we knew a guy who looks really good doing that, and some guys will do their own uh, Jedi. But people are just like, oh, that's cool, that's neat. <laughs> but if you're a Sith Lord, they're like, whoa, wait, okay, which one are you? Which one are you? You guys look awesome. Ah, okay. What's your Sith <laughs> name? Yeah, tell me. Okay, I don't want to miss it. Let me be your number two. You were so excited to see Sith. There, there, there were so many <laughs> Jedi at first. Like we were there on Thursday. There were so many. There, were, I, I was so disappointed. I'm like, there's not really any Sith. I'm like, what's going on here? Then Friday too. I was like, what? Where are all the Sith? Come on, where, 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 where are we? Where, let's, let's go. Well, there's less you of know. them. I mean, it's the rules. <laughs> Jedi come out to play. Yay. And and that's what happened on 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 Saturday. Like like pretty much all the Sith came, and I was like, yeah. And and the thing I, I love that happens is like, well, whenever like there's Sith and there are Jedi, people will, will point out Jedi to us, so we can go fight them, or we can go, like, oh look, there's Jedi, or oh you guys missed some Jedi down there, and it's the most amazing thing. People are so excited. And then you know like you play along and everything, and they're like, oh, like uh, like uh, we're meeting up um, with, with a couple of my really good friends, uh, uh, Joel and Mark, and uh, and his wife um, uh, Kisa, my friend Joel's wife Kisa. And uh, yeah, we met up with the food court, and then the people were just like, "Whoa, uh, can we get pictures? Like, let's let's go." And then we we, we started to move off, and then uh, uh, since some more Sith appeared, and people were like, "Oh, look, gathering of the Sith!" 
And then, uh, and then this guy appeared as a Jedi. Uh, and uh, Dave, I keep, I keep forgetting his name, but um, Matt Procaccini. Part of the uh, yes, Matthew yes, Procaccini. Matt. That guy is that guy is awesome. Oh my god, that guy is so talented. And he he has a new uh, uh, guild over in um, in Seattle, right? Yeah, like he's part of when he okay. him and uh, his uh, girl Adrian were living here and like on the East Coast, they're living in New York. They're part of Empire Saber Guild. Empire Saber Guild is a lightsaber choreography group much bigger than my little group that I have here in Connecticut, but I will be part of Saber Guild at some point. And what they do is Saber Guild is like a national organization, almost like global organization of people who cosplay and do lightsaber choreography, and they do a lot of stuff for charity as well. And Matt and Adrian, they moved out to, I think, Washington State. Over yeah yeah or into Seattle and they actually made Jet uh, Jet City Saber over there that do the same exact thing to basically do lightsaber choreography and do a lot of stuff for charity and they are on point like they're my heroes because not only do their costumes look great but they're phenomenal to lightsaber work I mean purely phenomenal like it's they were at Star Wars Celebration and when Matt does his lightsaber work he looks like heroic like he is that hero he is the good guy doing fighting with a lightsaber. I just don't know how else to put it. He looks very heroic when he does his lightsaber choreography, his technique. And yeah, we met up with a technique. a bunch of yeah. <laughs> and we met up with a bunch of them. That's who they that's who the guys that we met up with, the Sith and uh, him, they were all like from Empire Saber Guild. And Matt, he was dressed as Obi-Wan, um young Obi-Wan but in uh, Revenge of the Sith. And He was a good Obi-Wan. He really is. And the thing I like about Matt whether he's portraying Obi-Wan or his own character or even like um Count Dooku, he will stay in character. Even when he's talking to you normally, he will stay in character. Because Jen saw him, my girlfriend Jen, and she was dressed as a Twi'lek. And they were talking to each other, and they were talking to each other and, like, having a good time. And he was staying in character. He was not moving out of character. And even talking about her, about normal stuff, that how Adrian was there and how they're in uh, in Washington. In Obi-Wan, full Obi-Wan character, accent, and everything. So they take their... They take what they do very seriously, and they're really, really good at what they do. Method cosplaying. It, it's an art. Yeah, yeah. I, I love method cosplaying. And, and, and especially when, uh, <laughs> especially when um, uh, you know, he was surrounded by Sith, and he was like, well, well, so many of you, and only one of me. <laughs> I was like, no, it's so good. His Obi-Wan's pretty good. Oh, God. Oh, I, I love that. People were so excited, and, and, a, and a crowd just formed. People were like, whoa, they're going to fight. Oh, look at that. says... Tell me why did Sith again? <laughs> How long did it last? <laughs> a while. It 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 lasts less than a while. Like uh, there's a big crowd there. We were trying to figure out like what to do because you know like I mean people like so sometimes we'll just like go into like you know like like a faux lightsaber battle. But like he's he's legit. So he he could really like throw <laughs> down if he wanted to. But you know like people get, people you know could get hurt if you don't know what you're doing. So he was just like all right, yeah, uh, also, you know like people get tired. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um so so one of the one of the Sith had an idea just to do like like rock paper scissors or something or you know we we we, we struck our pose like us killing him and <laughs> you know it was it That's was awesome. awesome. Yeah, I, I love doing stuff like that, you know. Yeah, the one and, happened and, with, with John with the uh, with the Deadpool there was like 20 Deadpools just at the center of the room. Striking poses, messing with each other in various ways, <laughs> but after a while, yeah, the, after a while, people keep yeah, coming yeah. and going, so it's kind of like a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, John was awesome. Like uh, whenever he would find like other Deadpool's, like they would have like a conversation that only a Deadpool would have. Like he'd walk up, "Oh, hey, buddy, looking good. Oh, yeah, you got a nice face." Yeah, yeah he never you too. broke character. He, never once. He was always <laughs> he never Deadpool. Broke character. Even when uh, <laughs> he we're was at the, a, um, the Batarang and Nolnir. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was. Couldn't uh, bring um, swords. So. Yeah, at one point we're at the uh, Weta Workshop uh, booth, and Weta are the guys who work on uh, on Avatar. They they do the, the costumes and um, and design and and CG for the Lord of the Rings uh, and a couple other movies, and it was really cool. So uh, we, we, were, we were chilling there, and another Deadpool came up. <laughs> and and uh, and he put his armor on John, and he was like, "Oh, hey, you got a handsome face." And he was like, "Oh, yeah, you too." And the and the kid was like, "I, I say kid, but he's like, you know, I guess he's like some high school kid or something." Um, yeah, he put his armor on John, and they're sitting there like you know, arm in arm, and uh, they were just like talking to each other. And uh, after a while, <laughs> the kid just didn't move, and he just kept talking to John. And John's like, "Oh, well, uh, I'm down for this game. I'm not going to move if you're not going to move. Let's see who moves first. <laughs> The kid's just like, all right, so how's the weather? Oh, you know, it's pretty good. Like, it was... <laughs> then they had to get so escorted out Monday morning. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was hilarious. What was it that you told oh, me that John God. did where, like, he disappeared for, like, a few hours or something like that? And he came back and he's like, yeah, oh, right. we were, uh, yeah. So for some reason, uh, I think because uh, Jurassic World's on Blu-ray now, Jurassic World was there and they were doing a demonstration with with a pretty cool uh, Velociraptor they had, like a guy in a suit. And it was like really, really cool. It's one of those things where a guy's in a suit, moves it around and everything. And it, it looks pretty real. Um, anyway, so we're sitting there taking pictures of that. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, this cosplayer like just like pulled him away for a second to take pictures, and uh, and there he went into the beach, <laughs> like New York Comic Con. <laughs> there was never was a point the... in the con where we, where I think all three of us were together. It was always two of us looking for the third person. <laughs> it was it was hilarious, especially for the fact that like uh, it, it was it was like the Hangover. Up, oh, Bangkok's got him. Except up, <laughs> oh, New York Comic Con's got him. He's off doing he's off doing Deadpool things. And, and and it was so funny because uh, you're trying to look for your buddy, but he's Deadpool. And if you know conventions, you know there's a ton of Deadpools. So every Deadpool you see, you're just like, John? Just look for the battering. There was the, there's always yeah. the parade of them that walks straight up and down Artist Alley. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Oh, it, it was funny. Like, uh, there was a guy um, um, who had, like, because uh, John had, like, Mjolnir uh, uh, and the Batarang and all that stuff. And there was a guy who had that stuff. And I was like, John? And he's like, nope. Oh, no. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> of all people. <laughs> yeah, I love it. He's like, nope, name's Wade. And I was like, damn it. All right, we'll see. Later. <laughs> I, I did that to a Kylo Ren cosplayer before I bumped into you on Sunday. I was, oh, I was really looking at him like, sit. Sergio, is that you? And he gets <laughs> the dude gets real close to me, and I'm like, "All right, it's you, man." And he goes, "I'm not Sergio." And I'm like, oh, "Oh my god!" <laughs> That's great. And it's it was the one that uh, you you remember when you guys got stopped over by the uh, the Capcom booth? It was him and the I think the one who was dressed as Ray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy <laughs> was the one I bumped into, and I was too awkward to say anything when you guys were swapping cars. <laughs> That's I just, hilarious. I just want to say that even though like um, Casey it was your first time ever cosplaying, you played an amazing morph. Like even yeah. even Jen, my girlfriend was with us. Like and even she said she doesn't know anything about the character whatsoever. But she said judging by how you were and how like jokester you were and how carefree you were, she basically said that must be how the character is. Just because like you, Casey, like one like the way you trolled everybody. And also, like, the T-shirts you wore and just the whole, like, white costume and the faces that would change and, like, I took the photos. And just you being yourself was just, like, phenomenal. All the photos that you posted on your Facebook page just made me giggle every time I looked at them. Just because the way you pose and the looks on the face and just – you played a fantastic morph, dude. And it was just great. Like, and you just trolled everybody. Just <laughs> You just had different shirts on that were just funny in their own right, you know? And well, that's that's really that's high praise indeed coming from you, Dave. I I am 
I'm humbled by your words. I really, really appreciate it. No, like seriously, dude, man, it was great. And just your personality definitely came out in that character. And just, I just get every time I would giggle each and every single time <laughs> looking at your photos. And even like watching you take photos and joking around with people or when you picked up like that Sergio's lightsaber or messing around with it. It's just, I could not stop laughing my ass off, man. By the way, you definitely have to be a Jedi next year. Yes, you have yeah, to be a well, Jedi. We, uh, we're thinking we're doing a group thing. We're going to make yeah. it happen. I mean, if we're going to do Star Wars again, I'm so down for it. So now we it. can't back out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what we're doing? Are we dressing up for Star Wars? Is that what we're doing now? I mean, yeah. that's what me, that's our, that's the main character. Like, Sergio said it best, like, I think last year when we are coming back from Comic-Con. It's like a, a Sergio quote from last year, not with this year. But it still makes sense where when we're wearing those clothes and we're those characters, we are those characters. Meaning, like, when we go back to work on Monday, that's our Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah all right dibs up being a smuggler then yeah right yeah greg solo <laughs> i'll be a bounty hunter <laughs> oh you know i don't want this to get glazed over but can i just say the uh the the best thing about you guys being dressed up on sunday and for those of you who don't know sunday is kids day at new york comic-con where everybody uh, brings their kids why don't you why don't really? you guys tell what you did so at one point, I mean, we, there are many things that happened that day. So at one point, oh, like yeah, uh, but, we were walking around like the downstairs area, like where all like the panel rooms are, and I think like Empire State Regal just had their um, their thing, their their uh, their, their little show went out with the kids. So there's a couple of kids walking around that had their lightsabers with them. So me and Sergio are walking by these two groups of kids, and we just stopped this one kid who had a lightsaber, and we just stared at him, like stared him down. And we mean kid, we mean like. Five or six-year-old. He's not that old. He's a very, very, very young kid. So basically, we stood there looking at him, and he saw us, and his dad saw us, said, oh, look, there's two Sith. They're the bad guys. You have to fight them. So the little kid, like, goes to square up with us, and he, like, runs away, grabs his little brother, and his brother come back, and they both have lightsabers. That was that was awesome. He grabbed his brother, and he's like, oh, we have to go take him down. I was just like, oh, it's on. Like, I'm, like at this point, I'm... Um, I'm Kylo Ren. I'm no longer Darth Maul, so I got my helmet on and everything. So uh, and and you know and Dave's in in the Sith trapping. So it's like you know like two of us are he are massive to these kids. And I love that his dad was just like, oh, I'm gonna take him down. He grabbed his brother, <clears throat> grabbed his brother, came back to us, and basically like, um, so we're battling with these two kids. And of course, you know when you're facing a lightsaber battle with a kid, what do you do? And you're a Sith. You, <laughs> you have to lose. You basically have to lose. There's no way around it. You can't be the jerk and say, I beat you. Ah! You know? Tiny yeah, child, it's, it's, you it's, have been bested. It's, it, so. it's the same way if, it's the same way if, um, if a little girl in your family, like would be like a cousin or a sister, if she asks you for a piggyback ride, you turn into a goddamn pig and you give her a ride. You know? I mean, sure you do. If you're, you know, if you bow to the whims of children. <laughs> Are you fool? <laughs> They're the true dark side, man. You got to know it. I don't even like the dark side. <laughs> Just say these things. But anyways, continue. So we're battling these kids out, and uh, I'm not sure like how Sergio got defeated, but I know how I know how I got defeated. So basically, um, me and the kid are going at it, and all of a sudden he does a force push. So of course I fly back, you know. And oh, he force pushed. It's awesome. Yeah, he force pushed me. So I'm like, all right. So I well, originally I want him to strike me down with the saber. So I lifted my saber up way in the air to come back from the ground. I stayed there for a bit so he can strike me down. What's he do? He does another force push. So I go with it. He force pushes me, and I just drop to the ground and fall. You know, and everyone starts applying. Woo! You know, stuff like that. And I think when I went to back up, he hit me again, and I fell to the ground fully like I was down. That's how I got defeated. Sergio, how did you get defeated by your kid? 
the it, it was it was so cool because like uh like uh, the little kid that i was battling was really into it and and that's the thing that, that i also love about like uh these conventions too is that when you're in a costume like the little kids like think you are the character and it's so cool so i was kylo ren and uh and like his his mother and his family were around and like that i was like battling with the kid and everything and um like i had to like like get down to his level because a very very young kid and this kid like you know was was pretty good like he's he and his brother have fought before you know just <laughs> just doing clashes and stuff and whatever and you know i like kind of like squared up with him and like he, he was he was pressing down to my saber and then the kid just totally just took a step back and like launched forward and like ran me through and i was like whoa this kid totally beats his brother all the time with swords because that that was a pretty pro move. He took a, he took like he took a step back, lunged for like ran under like you know my armpit, which you know when you're a kid that's how you get run through with a sword. Mm-hmm. You put the sword underneath the armpit. So so he did that, and then I just like dropped and like, I turned off my lightsaber, got to the ground. Like his his dad was like whoa, <laughs> like and, and then and then here's like Dave and I both on the floor defeated, and like like the, the the surrounding families were like oh that's so cool, look they defeated the Sith, and their parents were just like oh my god thank you guys that was really cool thank you guys that was awesome did you guys have fun and the kids were like yeah <laughs> oh, and god. then I, Dave I force that. choked all the kids. <laughs> And then we that's what I do, Danny. And cut them down. <laughs> I was like, the kid's not beating me! Went home, opened the fridge, really killed some younglings. <laughs> now for yeah. round two. <laughs> I really hope it would have been like... great if, like, Anakin stepped out from the shadows. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> too soon, Greg. Too soon, too man. Soon. Too soon, dude. I really hope one year, oh, though, know. when we do do that, we reach and we see a couple kids that we're going to battle if that ever happens again. Just one of them. Just one bows down to be an apprentice that would be so freaking great for me yeah. you know he just does the whole thing like i'm gonna join you guys it's like yes yes you will my apprentice <laughs> yeah because the parents have obvious bias and they made their kids jedi you know i mean there, there's some like uh like darth vader kids you know and a lot of kids love darth maul's so like hey, it's a key there's one kid who just says a jedi was like, hey darth maul you're so key i want to be darth maul but i'm a jedi but you're so key <laughs> no how about that one kid when we're all dressed up as sith that one kid that was dressed as like a mini kylo, the kylo ren, ren kid and he just yes! came out and he just like like a pimp like ignites his saber and it turns on and everyone's like woo like that kid was that amazing kid was that kid was dope. Like, like, yeah. So we walk up to, uh, we're walking through, it and this family sees us, and they're a little little kid. Um, he's in elementary school. He's dressed up as Kylo Ren, and uh, and he sees us, and his and his, uh, his mom's like, "Oh, look at that!" And then the kid just doesn't even like listen. He just he just puts down his Kylo Ren mask. He like runs over, ignites his saber, and just starts posing with us. We're like, "Yo, this kid! Look <laughs> at this guy! Look at this little man!" And it was so cool. And then we we ran him to him again, and the same. <laughs> The second time we ran into this kid, it was the funniest thing ever because we were posing with another um, Kylo Ren who was who was a grown dude, and uh, and pretty much we were posing with him and, and this Ren, and uh, yeah, and a bunch of people were taking pictures and stuff, and then here comes little Kylo Ren out of nowhere, like to her right, he comes out of nowhere, puts his mask down, ignites, and just like stands with us. We're like, ah, oh, it's little Kylo Ren, Tiny Rick, ah, oh, it's Tiny Rick, little Kylo, Tiny Kylo Ren, oh, look at him. It was awesome. That kid came out of nowhere. He's like, now's my time. My fellow Sith are here. It was so cool. That kid is strong. The dark side is strong with him. He will do well. <laughs> he will do very well. Oh my god. But yeah, I, I, I love I love doing that, uh, with uh with with the kids and everything. There's just one we were walking by and I saw this one kid um just uh uh sitting down and I think he had like crutches or something, so I don't know if he had like um 
and 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 from the look of him, you know, without judging, he had some kind of like you know dis disability or whatever. So you know, so his family's sitting there. Looks like they're all you know just like taking a rest because New York Comic Con's huge. I mean, conventions themselves are are a lot for people who aren't used to them. So it looks like they were racing a bit, and I'm just as Kylo Ren. I walk by and I look at him, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I come back, and, and I'm like, "You know what? Let's 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 battle." So I come back to him, ignite my saber, and his family's like, "Whoa, look at that!" And and uh, like his mom, you know, gives him his plastic saber or whatever, and then uh, you know he starts like battling and and everything. And I, I say battle, but you know, we're just like lightly hitting sabers and stuff, you know, just. Playing it safe, playing it nice, you know, and then, uh, you know, I motion for him to, like, run me through, and uh, we're, 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 we're battling, and then I lean in, and then he takes his, his sword and just bumps me on the head, just clap, I was like, you motherfucker, and, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm wearing a helmet as Kylo Ren, but, you know, I, when that, when, as soon as that happens, I just, I turn off my lightsaber, and I fall to the ground, and his, like, family just went crazy, they're like, oh, that was so cool, wasn't that cool, and he's just sitting there, and, um, he he wasn't very uh, vocal, but I said, but he had a very big smile on his face. Um, for like for whatever he has, like he couldn't, I, I guess, like uh, vocalize the excitement. But he had a big smile on his face. He was like he was like moving around in his chair, and I was just like, man, that's awesome. And um and you know I I I, I stay on the ground for a little bit, and like his parents take a picture, and and then uh, I see they're done. I get up, and there and his mom's like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, no, you're welcome. She goes, no, like like really, thank you. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah it was like it got serious for a moment and like i thought she was about to cry or something you know and then like uh his his grand and then like there was an older lady there who i can assume was his grandmother was like thank you no that was really nice of you and i was like hey that's that's why we're here to have fun and uh you know i saw like, he was he was clapping and you know like just he was still dancing in his chair and and i was just like man you're comic-con making dreams come the fuck true <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm so jealous of you guys. I only was able to make it on a Thursday. I feel like I, I missed all the cosplay shenanigans. You too can change the world for some <laughs> young child next year. Honestly, though, like, if, if we're really going to do it, like, I really want us to do a big group thing next year. That'll be great. Like, a big, like, bad, cutie, funky, like, cosplay monstrosity. You know, like. Absolutely. I'd be down. And if we do Star Wars again, I'm so down. You know, I'm not going to say no to that. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We should definitely get together next year, guys, and just go, like, balls to the wall like on that Saturday and just uber uber like cosplay it up and that's the cool thing too everybody loves Star Wars I mean even people who aren't necessarily into it and don't really know some of the names they, they recognize it at Star Wars and a big smile comes on their face hey you, you guys are Darth Vader's because... right yeah Darth Vader's that's yeah I was just yeah. gonna say oh Darth Vader's oh look it's Darth Vader's like, <laughs> what like, these are like grown people saying Darth Vader's meanwhile dying oh. inside <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was I'm just like, uh, yeah, like when I was Kylo Ren, oh, look, it's Darth Vader's, look, and can take a picture, yeah, a picture, yeah, it's Darth Vader's, it's awesome, I'm like, no, <laughs> but whatever, they recognize it, it's Star Wars, and they have a big smile on their face, you know, you don't be like, actually, uh, just in nerd glasses, it's actually, I'm Kylo Ren, and the new, in Star Wars Force Awakens, okay, you're right. I mean, it's, I mean <laughs> it's true. I mean, John was telling me what well, the first time he cosplayed, I think the reason he, he so went to it now was uh, when he went as Deadpool originally, um... I think it was last year's New York Comic Con. There was just a, he was giving kids autographs, just asking him as Deadpool for his autograph. And of course, he'd humor them, right? Write his name, Wade, or whatever, Deadpool. And he just added so much to their day, and they were so happy. And it just, it means so much to, uh, to, to anyone who can do that kind of good, you know? That's actually, like, the, one of the main reasons why my girlfriend got into it. Like, really hardcore now, now why she does it so much is because, um, 
we went to a convention like we my saber group we had a table here at uh, a convention in bridgeport so you know she went with me to support and she got her costume together and she borrowed like a uh darth vader force effects lightsaber from like her brother-in-law and she like she got like, really just put like a costume together really quick like last minute she got like a witch costume from like halloween store and got like a red wig and that's what that was her costume she just put something together really quick so at one point she's walking around you know in the costume and this like little girl like flips out when she sees her little girl dresses a jedi with a little tiny lightsaber and she goes up to her and she goes oh my god i can't believe you're actually here and jen's like uh yeah you know so the little girl's like can't take a can't take a photo with you and jen's like yeah absolutely so the girl takes a photo with jen then afterwards, the little girl's like talking to her. She goes, I thought you died in the book, but you didn't die in the book. I'm so glad you're here. And she's talking to Jen. And the little girl, for whatever reason, because of the red hair, thought she was, um, oh, my God, Mara Jade, you know. So the little girl thought she was Mara Jade because she saw Jen there. She's like, oh, you're alive. You're here. I'm so happy because in the book you died. But now that you're here, I know you're alive because you're strong with the force and you can never die and blah, blah, oh, blah. Man. So the little girl, you know, walks away and Jen's like, she – she really thinks I'm someone. Like, she actually thought I was a character. That's why they do it. This is why they actually do this. Because for, for that, that felt great. That was amazing. So because of that, that's why she's so hard into it. Just because she knows she can be that character for for somebody. And it's great, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I I really have to get into cosplay. I mean, I, I enjoyed the con. I only went Thursday. And I, I was mainly running around <laughs> looking for uh, autographs and getting a commission cover by uh, the artist that Dennis Calero, he's done work on uh, X-Men Noir, and he's also going to be doing all the interior art for the upcoming Assassin's Creed Templars comic. But um, he does amazing commissions, so I had to make sure I, I got one done there. But I think that it has to do with me being new to cons. I'm, I'm mainly focused on running around getting autographs. I know that eventually, eventually uh, I'll have all my backlogs of comics done, but but I think it really does give me an opportunity to uh, to say hi to all of these creators I respect. Like I got to talk to Marjorie Liu. She is a, a creator I, I highly respect in the industry, and talking to her, she's just so inspirational. Um, she's working on. She's very. She's very inspirational. Yeah, you got you Marjorie got you got to meet her too. Um, she was. Uh, she's awesome. She's just yeah. She's so eager to like hear you out, um, comment. She just she's a, she's a good listener, and she's a great creator and a great person to uh, interact with she's um actually lady yeah she's working on a, a creator own series actually uh, monstrous it's like a alternate 1900 steampunk asia um Ooh, that sounds cool the artist uh is uh, sana takara she's uh, for those who are familiar with um her artwork in uh, x23 she has very beautiful um style and i'm so glad to see them back together again with uh with monstrous but um, yeah, I think that uh, it's a uh, was definitely an experience and one that I uh, definitely couldn't get elsewhere. And it's just something that I look forward to every con. I think even in the future with San Diego, I'm just gonna make sure I talk to creators who make stories I love. <laughs> I think if we all go as a group thing next year and we do like something with X Men, I think Amber would make a fantastic Rogue. I'm just saying. Rogue is our favorite X Woman. <laughs> if we do an x-men thing but as for star wars stuff i I don't know guys what do you think i think she'd be a pretty good jedi i think i think amber could be a sith (laughs) i could absolutely be a sith i just i don't know a lot about the star wars expanded lore 
I know a lot more about uh, Marvel, so I mean, Aurora is an option. But I mean, if I'm going with the theme, if you guys want to pick out a good Star Wars character you think fits me, I'm all for it. Well, there's, the there's just um, the two in the movies that are women. <laughs> <laughs> Princess well, Leia is too overdone. Lore? How do you feel about Mon Mothma? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's also Ray coming, but uh, yeah. So speaking <laughs> of characters, uh, I got to um, go to the Justice League panel because, as um, as some of you may know, or may not know, there's uh, the reviving the Justice League. So they got the original um, cast members to to do a panel. So we got Kevin Conroy as Batman, uh, Phil Amar as the Green Lantern, and, um, and 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 so forth. And it was it was amazing just to just to see. Oh man, because you see, like that's the other thing I love about Comic Con. You get to sit on these panels, and because you see a lot of these things on YouTube, but to actually be there is 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 amazing it's amazing because you're you get to like put the faces to whoever um it is that you've been listening to or watching for a long time and also you know like you get to like <laughs> have their like unadulterated just them you know like they're also like happy to be there and they're interested in seeing you and everything and oh man yeah and especially it's with the really... panels they have the q and a afterwards you can just I mean, even with the like the gatherings with these people who are like celebrities you can you can just go up there and ask a question after every panel yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so cool so were, were any the, of the villains uh, there Serge? were any of the villains there like that dude um, like mark hamill uh, we did it no mark, we mark did it mark there. hamill's in it oh, <laughs> no, we did it oh my god oh no you bastard <laughs> i should have seen it yes, coming yes. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I wish Mark Hamill was there, but no, every, everyone is so cool. Like Kevin Conroy is Batman. He just oh, sure. is he like, oh god, he loves he loves the character, but he just embodies Batman. Like anything that uh, I forget the guy who plays uh, Superman, his name. Uh, there's George Newbern. Uh, it was George Newbern yes. or uh, Tim Daly. No, I think it was, I think it was George. Yeah, Newbern. Tim Daly. Well, Tim Daly did it originally, and then he stopped doing mm-hmm. it for whatever reason. Uh, he goes, he did it during mm-hmm. the Superman cartoon. Then Newbern took over in Justice League. But they sound like very uh, identical. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're a pretty good job. Yeah, it was uh, George Newborn, who's also in in uh, the, the 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 show Scandal, which is very popular. And I was like, oh, that's uh, Superman. What's he doing there? Hey, <laughs> hey, there, man, get out of there. Scandal. Uh, oh, it's really cool. He plays this like uh, this like black ops agent, Ooh. pretty much. Like he's he's like a very cool character. He's very he's very slick, almost like uh, Nathan Fillion esque. Nathan it's, Fillion. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. He's uh, he's a part of a branch of the government that you're not supposed to know it exists called uh, like what is it like um, B B sixteen B thirteen some something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and he carries out ops and things, and uh, he's very he's very suave while like he's about to like kill somebody and find information. And I'm just like, wow, this character is really cool. Hmm. Like, love a conversation with you. It's almost like kind of like difficult. Have a conversation with you and be like, all right, now to get information from you, and here we go. <laughs> Oh man, he's so awesome. He's he's like he's like the secret agent man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So so on on the panel they got to do a reading uh, of of so, so some some key parts in Justice League. They they did uh, they did a reading of the end of the Justice League uh, Unlimited, and they were talking about the show in general. And it was really cool to like see them up there and read like from the script because uh, the, um, the 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 casting director. And uh, the woman who wrangles them all together uh, was was there, and um, she also plays the Bat Computer, and uh, <laughs> and it was it was hilarious. Uh, at the at the end of the panel, to wrap this up, at the end of the panel, they did a reading 
Um, you know, they kind of pretended as if they were the Justice League here at New York Comic Con. So the moderator reintroduced them as Justice League. They're like, all right, everybody, I'll welcome once again. Uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, <laughs> The Flash. Uh, the guy who played The Flash was was not there. So the moderator was able to live out his dream and, and uh, to do that reading. And I was like, no, nah, I want to get up there and do that. Yeah, you bastard. Michael Rosenbaum, come back. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, Michael Rosen's sex bomb. No, I'm kidding. What? What? Where did that come from? What? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, and that was really cool. Uh, you know, they're like, uh, uh, Batman was like, oh, it's a waste of time to be here. You know, we should be, you know, fighting crime or some shit like that. And uh, Superman was like, oh, I don't know, Bruce. These are the people, you know, who have come to see you. Yada yada. And and uh, one woman was was talking, and then the bat, and then the, <laughs> the bat computer came on warning. Uh, escape from Arkham Asylum. Uh, do you need to go handle that? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was so amazing. And uh, quick, uh, quick, quick thing here. One of the more interesting questions that gets asked because um, people, I don't think some people think of questions they want to ask cast members at these panels because when they get up there, they don't know how to word it. One and two, it just comes out not good. And then everybody grows <laughs> and is like, sit down. Yeah, it's like, oh god, there's always somebody. Like, listen, there are there are low functioning nerds and and people who you know who can function, high functioning nerds, and it's oh man, the low functioning nerds are just like, hey, nice to you guys are here. And uh, I if mean, you could have any of Superman's powers, which ones would you have? <laughs> like, I don't come on, always short for time. Yeah. After How would panels. I go about becoming a voice actor like you guys? Well, that one is pretty legit because it's like this is the time you get to you get to ask without you know researching on Google. Yeah, but so they I'll always ask it. Yeah. They, they they always ask it. I'm I'm almost glad they do it because maybe there's some younger people who who don't know and haven't seen videos where they talk about that. So uh, the casting director was saying uh, first you got to take acting lessons because they want you to be an actor, like not just like a voice actor, someone who comes up because uh, voice actors say. You know, as well, you know, like we're, we're actors, you know, they never say specifically we're voice actors. They say we're actors. Pretty sure Kevin um, Conroy went to the, he went to Juilliard with like Kevin Klein and like, no like other yeah. like big name people. Like they were all in the same class or something. Oh yeah. Even, uh, uh, Kurt Sabat and Sean Schimmel, the guys who voice Coke and Vegeta, they're like, you know, we're, we're actors. They don't just say we're, we're voice actors. They say we do voice acting, but we're actors. So the casting director was saying, uh, you know, first take acting classes, uh, get through that, you know, and then, you know, take voice acting, um, classes after you've taken acting classes, then get yourself an agent, uh, you know, and like, you know, don't say no to everything, you know, maybe like do commercials, radio or whatever. And you know, once you have your portfolio built up, she was like, she's like, once you've done all that, if your portfolio built up, uh, give me a call <laughs> and i was like oh interesting okay so check one serge become actor yeah step two away <laughs> it's, it's a it's yeah. a two vertical stone kind of thing step one record podcast step two <laughs> submit said podcast to casting director result is job plus more ears on bad Result- funky do you podcast. like the dulcet tones of my voice call now and hire me one of the wasn't one of the questions was because um, Surgeon probably answered better like were, like would create better than I could was um they asked like Kevin Conroy if any of the Batman's ever asked him permission or some crap like that to be Batman. Oh, that was hilarious! Yeah, um, the, the, the question was, uh, do any does anyone who has played Batman before, like after you? Because uh, uh, we we all see, you know, like Kevin Conroy is a quintessential Batman. He is Batman to us. So anyone else who comes along via in one of the DC animated movies where it's not Kevin Conroy or somebody on the live action big screen, uh, uh, the question was, oh, does anyone you know come to you and ask you how how to be Batman or how you should play Batman? And uh, Kevin Conroy goes, uh, like, uh, so somehow for the animated 
this series, but uh, Christian Bale should. And we were like, what? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> what? Wow. The whole theater was like, <laughs> Shots fired. Or Batarang's thrown. Oh, man. <laughs> Batarang's thrown. <laughs> Batarang's fired. Oh, my nice. God. Well, speaking about questions and panels and stuff like that and ill-thought-out questions, it's getting to be about that time, guys, that we go through one of my infamous secret questions. New York Comic Con secret questions. New York Comic Con 2015. This is the music for the secret question. So this is this is a little complicated one, so bear with me. There's there's a lot of things that I had I had thought about. Over the weekend and over the course of you guys kind of talking, because I could have gone with a, if you can grab any artist to any commission of any character, what you do, but then some of us might not know artists as well as others. I think I I already own it. I want to (laughs) keep, yeah, if you already own it, then pick another one. Check it. Uh, But so (laughs) in order to keep everything on an even playing field, here's what I'm going to say for my secret question. You get to choose the cosplay for another member of the podcast. What do you choose and why? And it was actually kind of funny. You guys lightly touched upon it earlier. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so who would I cosplay as again? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you had plenty of time to come up with another one. I, I mean, like, it, it's it's keep everything on an even playing field. It won't be, can't, won't be Star Wars. Can't be X-Men. Something else. We already kind of talked about that briefly. Wait, I today. choose. I so the choose question Greg. is: choose another member of the podcast. Choose their cosplay. I've I've got a great one. Ah. Go for it, Casey. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to Dave over the weekend, but there is a version of the Incredible Hulk called the Maestro. I was just thinking that. Just took my. That has, <laughs> the deal with the Maestro is that Go he on. has lived another eighty years. He's lived to basically have killed off every other superhero that could ever pose a threat to him. He's huge. He's awesome. He has a beard. <laughs> there are very few people who are, that I know personally at the very least, who are big and imposing enough who could probably make the Maestro Hulk work. Um, and just seeing what Dave has done with things like Sith robes, I'm sure that he could dabble into armor and dye that beard gray and become the Hulk. Isn't Maestro slightly bald? He is. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, bald we all have to make sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's not me. <laughs> That's good. I, I was thinking about that when um, you were all talking about, like, the group Bat Goaty Funky, and I was like, oh, we could be, like, alternate future versions of Marvel characters, and I was like, Dave's going to be Maestro. There's yeah, no dude. My mind. Um, that'd be really cool. I'm looking it up right now. I guess you oh, just got yes. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just Maestro Hulk, it's, and you, it's, it's you like got it. It's like Hulk Hogan combined with the Hulk, I would say, with a beard. <laughs> um, I don't know. Both uh, men will kill you if you mention their baldness. <laughs> Which one would kill you faster, though? That's the one you want to mess up first. Only one of these men has body slammed Andre the Giant. <laughs> um, Sergio, what about you? I'm pretty sure. I picked Greg and he'd be Booster Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Even though I look nothing like him. Son of a bitch. Yeah, you can be whoever you I don't like Darth Maul. Yeah, with that paint, though. With that paint, though, you do. Thanks, dude. Yeah. 
But uh, let's see here. Hmm, Mr. Greg. Yeah. Let's see here. Casey would be Carl Catan. Oh, yeah. Hey, that uh, Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Chris Katan. You'd be Chris Katan. Chris Katan as Kyle Katarn. Chris Katan as Kyle Katarn. You should do that. Chris Katan as Kyle Katarn. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, it's hard enough for people to get the uh, the live action cosplays. <laughs> but guys, until the Chris Katan as Kyle Katarn. There you go. Chris Katan, Kyle Katarn, eating a chicken parm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Best cosplay. Cut ever. and print. That's Amber. Amber. Um, well, I want to see Greg try to pull off Gambit. Gambit. But really? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. I know I'm breaking a rule here, but I had to. I had. To, I had to get the Gambit out there. Yeah, everyone likes Gambit. <laughs> must must we have more Gambit? <laughs> always, always, oh. and forever. Well, that movie is still for a while. What? We'll have Gambit until the industry actually puts him in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, why is it so hard for them to, to, to put Gambit into a movie? He was in that one. I, I think that, that, I think did, he that, did that was not Gambit. Stuff. That is not Gambit. That was not Gambit. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If they ever do... I don't think they should do a Gambit uh, movie. I think they should do, like, a miniseries. Well, I, I think... Out of all of the of the people in the Wolverine film, I think Gambit was the one they, they kind of offended the least. The best. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He was the least offensive. I <laughs> mean, they, they got the right actor for it, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. It, it was just yeah. a matter of taking it that extra step. But I, I totally agree with you. I think that, in general, most comics would be better off as a TV series than as movies. Hmm. I think that movies are great for kind of getting them out there and making them as big as they've gotten, but I'm so glad that, like, Fox is going to be making these two X-Men-themed TV shows, because, I mean, that is the, uh, I think, the easiest transition between mediums. X-Men-themed TV shows? Yeah. I have a disease, and the only cure is more Gambit. What was the other one called? Oh, I don't remember off the top of my head. But regardless, I mean, for like a Gambit uh, story, I'd love to see uh, an adap- adaptation of the Ultimate Gambit introduction because I thought that was like really fucking well done. He's Weapon X in Ultimates, right? Well, so the first time he shows up, um, that I believe it's the first time he showed up based on what I remember, is he doesn't actually interact with any of the X-Men. So he is on the streets... And basically what he does is he woos attractive women so that he can spend the night in a bed and have a clean shower like pretty much every day. And um, he uses his powers to do card tricks. So he'll like be like, oh, pick a card and make it so like they pick the ace of, of hearts. So she'll pick that and then he'll like shuffle it up, stuff like that. And then he'll throw it all up in the air and he'll use his power to get rid of all of the card on the ace of hearts except a heart. That he has land in her hands. Aww. And pretty much he looks at her without knowing me like, yeah, it's, it's going down. And then it cuts to next day, him waking up from a shower, eating, and then just like going about it. But what was really interesting is this little girl comes up to him and like she's like maybe seven or eight. And she's like, oh, are you magic? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. And she's like, oh, can you make my mommy and daddy come back from the dead? And he's like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Um, so it turns out that her parents were killed by like the mafia or something like that. And that she witnessed it. 
So like the mafia is trying to like kill her and Gambit is her only like defender. And there's this really cool scene at the end where he's fighting like the big bad pretty much at the end. And he grabs onto the guy's jaw and uses his power to make it explode. Sick. <laughs> oh. All done in like wow. silhouettes. It's really cool. But like it was dark, it was gritty, but it was down to earth. It had some lightheartedness to it. Uh, it was a more relatable story than a lot of the X-Men stories can be because they do have a, a tendency to go over the top. But I love to see that as kind of like, you know. And the Weapon X thing, uh, it was kind of the replacement for his uh, Romeo and Juliet version from uh, the 616 continuity. With Belladonna. It's awful. I hate, yeah. I hate Gambit so much. I, I like Gambit when he's mysterious. I like I, Gambit before, you know. There were so many good years where Rogue was on the X-Men and fighting her own inner demons and almost being Wolverine's sidekick, and then Gambit comes along, and it's all, Oh, Gambit, sugar, hey, I hey, just want to touch hey, you, but I can't, because I'll put you in a coma, which would do everybody else a favor. God damn it. God, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> No, I, don't, I didn't have a problem with Gambit till till his backstory kind of got flushed out. I think then then it was sort of downhill for me. Yeah. Stupid. Um, who hasn't gone yet? Dave. I have not gone yet. Dave. So I would love at least once in my lifetime to see Greg be the Rocketeer. I would Ooh. enjoy that oh, so much. Awesome. Cliff Secord. Like every time I yeah. see like a Rocketeer cosplay or see the movie, it's like, God damn it, Greg! Just just for me once. If um, I owned a Rocketeer helmet, though, I would never take it off. I know you would. <laughs> That'd be the best part. I would buy one of those cheap, like fifty dollars or cheap fifty dollars, like you know those cheap, like Bluetooth, like speakers, and I would walk around with the helmet on with the Rocketeer theme song playing at all times. Yeah, it would be great. That that would be my life. So it's probably a good thing I don't own. <laughs> Just once in my life, I'd love to see, and I'm pretty sure you would put, put, be a fantastic Rocketeer. Fantastic Rocketeer. Really um, now. I might listen to that song tonight. As for like Surge and Gret, as for Surge, I think Surge just because it'd be fun to see just because the two personalities of the two guys, Surge and Greg as Jules and Vincent. <laughs> That'd be really fucking cool. Just because the That's way awesome. your personalities are, it would fit so well. You know, just you guys be Jules and Vincent. Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah, would awesome. it'd be great? You know. Um, but Surge as a solo, uh, I've actually been thinking about this for a while. I can't think of really anything like good uh, other because he's Darth. To me, Surge is Darth Maul, so I can't think of anything else that would be better than that for Sergio, other than mm. Akuma. Ooh, Akuma! Because <laughs> oh. really, because wow. the like thing if the thing about Surge that I know well is Surge takes if he's passionate about something, he goes all out into it which is why we have the website we have today so Surge is that type of guy where if he's going to do something he's going to do it to the nth degree until either someone tells him not to or he just can't figure it out and it's like whenever I played against Sergio in like fighting games or like any game whatsoever he brings that personality also whether I'm fighting against him as a warlock in Destiny or playing against him and in Street Fighter like or uh, Marvel vs. Capcom he just gives that. He just comes with that that strong persona, and the only other character I think that fills that for Sergio, like breathes Sergio's character characteristic, would be Akuma. Just damn, that's that's like the most amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. But it's like it's it's no true, character that... in the universe can match his intensity except the it's... one man who's devoted everything to a murderous martial art. No, it's true. Like in that would be cosplay. 
Casey cosplay. Um, I'll be Dan if Sergio's a Kuma. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's that or Tiny Sagat. It, it may, no, it makes sense. I've fought against Sergio in so many things, like when it comes to video games, either with him or against him, and it's like when we're playing Destiny, he's at the forefront. When we're playing like Battlefield, he's at the forefront, lacing shit with like C4. You know, it's like, and he just does it to the nth degree, and it's like, that's why I say he's Darth Maul, because Darth Maul is very, especially when you look at like Clone Wars and other stuff, Darth Maul is very aggressive. He just gets in there and he just attacks, 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 but attacks with like um, finesse, not just goes at like a wild, like a wild warrior. And the same thing with Akuma. Akuma attacks, 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 but attacks with finesse and he goes all out, gives it all he has. So like I would see Sergio as Akuma if he's not Darth Maul. It's another bad guy, That's sure, awesome. and someone else who took the dark side, but that would be Sergio in my head, just because yeah, I've known him for so many to, years. Time to start getting sweaty. <laughs> Cosplay typecasting begins today. I know, right? Yeah. As for Casey, other than like oh, something that's very, very, because because Casey's very, very like playful and carefree, and like just being just. I know hands down that what made that morph character was Casey. It wasn't the other way around. It was Casey yeah, being Casey. Aw, you guys. And, like, especially <laughs> when we're walking around, like, the city afterwards and you're playing with Sergio's saber. They saw you with the saber. They didn't see us. Even though we were dressed the way we were. Yeah. They saw you, yeah, Casey, seriously. like, walking around. Like, yeah, lightsabers. Woo! So, another character that has that same persona other than morph. I don't... Uh... Chris Kattan has got... <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think like what something else that Casey goes that's like funny as hell. Um, do 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 do. Uh, I'll come back to Casey because Casey's like because I'm trying to think of something else other than morph. I don't want to say Deadpool, but like I I could do a pretty sweet Deadpool. You know, it's true. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I could do. A pretty sweet Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've only read every single guy. one of his comics from like 1991 to today, <laughs> and little do we know that. Casey's actually looking directly at our listeners right now saying that. Yeah, all right. As for Amber, like, I, all I see is, like, the, um, a lot of the good, like, X-Men heroines. Like, for instance, Rogue. Or, yeah, actually, you know what? Scratch that. Kitty Pride. I can see oh, Amber being a really I good Kitty Pride. That. That's be, a good I one. I can see Kitty Pride. <laughs> I could really see that. And as Get a, my shadow cat on. And to come back to Casey, just because it'd be really great to see between the two of us for me and Casey to partner up, Wolverine and Sabretooth. Oh yeah, I, that's yeah. what I said when we walked out of the convention. Yep. You, Wol- yeah, not Wolverine like not Sabretooth. not regular saber tooth, like '90s saber tooth with that big mane, yeah. that jiggly yeah. mane. Oh. <laughs> so we should have a '90s X Men bad coyote cosplay group next year, is what you're saying? Yeah, I can dig that. <laughs> I can see Sergio for that being an awesome like archangel. Really? Oh my yeah, if we can the, figure the out how to do the wings. The I think you can probably pull it off pretty well. Oh my god. With wing, could you do wings? Wings might be annoying. Or, or apocalypse, apocalypse, apocalypse. Don't say that. Also, apocalypse. I can see Sergio being that a pretty would apocalypse. Be dope. Oh, apocalypse uh, would be really dope. I have news. <laughs> <laughs> guys and girls, girls Thanks. and guys, gather around and feast your eyes. I can see. Uh, um, thanks. I get, thanks, singer. <laughs> I, I can see us being uh, like a group as the Defenders, but like kind of more towards what the Netflix series has going. So, like, I can easily see, like, although he would probably wouldn't be in it, but I can see, like, Dave being the Hulk. Um, I can see Casey being Moon Knight, Serge being Power Man. Um, 
I'd like to be Iron Fist if he ends up making it because <laughs> Iron Fist is the fucking sure. man. Um, <laughs> and... We could we could probably do the comics defenders too. Oh yeah, and have like Hellcat in there. Yeah, Hellcat, yeah. Nighthawk. Yeah. One of us would get to be the Silver Surfer, probably not me, but I would want to be that person. I mean, if you're going to be him, then I'm going to be Moon Knight. <laughs> get a red leather jacket and be the Scarlet Witch. There you go. Hey. Actually, I think um, for Surge, I would choose the mask. I think that would be, like, the most. Got <laughs> a zoot suit and everything? Yeah. Smokin'. <laughs> oh, my I God. I see it now. I see it now. That would be awesome. <laughs> I do love Jim Carrey. Good old Jim Carrey. Um, but yeah, everyone went, right? Everyone got to put in their two yeah. cents? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, then that's it. That's time. That's all we got. And we're getting right close to it, too. So, Serge, why don't you uh, take us on home? Thanks for playing the Bad Kitty Funky at home game. At home. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous prizes. For more, uh, go to badcuddyfunky.com. Listen to us every Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash badcuddyfunky. We're also on iTunes, search for badcuddyfunky. And for you Android users, download the SoundCloud app and you can listen to us there as well. Uh, each and every Thursday, we talk about movies, TVs, gaming, comics, and more. Everything you actually care about. Hit us up on Twitter, search badcuddyfunky, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, guys, this has been Back in Funky, and this has been TV's Casey. Hey! Dave the Bearded Menace. Yo! Amber. Hey! And Brewster Greg. What up? See you later, guys. We'll see you another time.